And yes, it was somebody's birthday here on the Gift Snap Podcast. It's your boy, Darnell. So, hey, Superman. And the man, on this line, I'm thinking he's still in Miami. Yeah, man, this reception. Yeah, I'm still here, man. I'm just This reception is crazy, man, because I was trying to hook up and the Wi-Fi was messing up. So, yeah, I'm here in Miami, man, having a good time, man. What's up, everybody? And, 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 What's up, and, had to pay the appropriate music for that one because it was the birthday. I was there. I had to fly back to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And something we cannot talk about here. I ain't trying to count. It's been a great week, man. So thanks to everybody. Wish me happy birthday, man. I truly appreciate that. I'm awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Nothing like hanging out with the notorious one. And Miami, you never know who's gonna. You never know he bump into. Always have a good time, but we we got a good one. And here tonight, and I gotta pick up this phone. Y'all give me one second here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. This is terrible. And <laughs> in the meantime, while I, while I get this out, let uh, we been uh. And watching basketball. Mm-hmm. See, my team, they won tonight, so they 2-0 Memphis. I know they was down. I don't know if they uh they finished it, but that, that boy, John Morant. He's the truth. He is the truth. I, mean, I, I said it. If Memphis got that kid, he was going to make some noise. And he is, he is not only doing he's he's exceeding expectations. Right, and then Zion, man, as far as your team, man, Zion, well, healthy Zion, man, he going to pull about a good 20, 30 a game, along with C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram, and, and then and Willie why, Green, to, man. I yeah. said this on on my Philippe, uh, why Brandon Ingram look like he just did this, did a bit? Yeah. You know that money, man, braid your hair. Braid your hair, man, cut your – and then his beard was all shaggy and – all raggedy looking. Like, come on, Brandon, you got money? You're not out there playing talk ball. Come on, man. Right. I, I, I know it's I know that's how we down in the five oh four, but come on, you, you got paper. You gotta represent please. But we're not talking about New Orleans now. We we talking about Memphis and we're talking about Jerry Lawler. But we we're not just talking about Jerry Lawler. We we're gonna talk about some of his his views. Some of them that oh. might even before this time. Some of them a lot of y'all didn't even know about. Man, just, if we talk about this, man, we're going to be here till morning. <laughs> so I was, I all. But there, there, there was something that was that was, that was good that I, I thought that we should um, definitely mm-hmm. talk about it. I'm going to just start right up top. We're going to do a tag team. Okay. Especially, this. I think this cube really blew up in 93 when him and uh, mm-hmm. Jared was the team. Yeah. Oh, the food feud of the year. Do you remember the team yeah. they fought against? Oh, absolutely. It was the Moon Dogs. That, there you go. Mm-hmm. I remember that like it was yesterday. So, um, Moon Dogs was the tag champs at the time. Yeah. Who Joe and Spike? Well, what made it so significant? 
Oh, talking about the moon, the the te- the moon dogs. Yeah, so we already know the moon dogs. Yeah, they they were hardcore for hardcore was born. So and the fact that they were still this dangerous in nineteen ninety three. Yes, think about this. They've been around since what late seventies. The late seventies, Rex and Spot, and then uh, you know around you know the their most success was of course in Memphis. That's where they had their most success, and then they went to Smoky Mountain and dominated over there. And yeah, pr- pretty much throughout the nineties, maybe I say mid nineties. That's where they kind of slowed down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But other than that, they came man, through. And they pretty much just changed the switching time, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. That really started doing the hardcore stuff too, right? And it, and like I say, it was voted feud of the year in '93. And I definitely, um, definitely dis, definitely don't disagree with. It. Yeah, because they brawled all over the place, man. They from uh, Tennessee, Evansville, Indiana. Louisville, Kentucky, they brought all over. See, a lot of people don't know that Jerry Lawler did compete in the NWA. He wrestled mm-hmm. on the. I mean, he wasn't. He he wasn't consistent. And what was funny when I saw Jerry Lawler in NWA, for some reason, it looked weird. I, I don't know about you, but it, it looked weird. Yeah, it did. You know, you normally see him as the, the the Memphis territory guy. You know, that's all he was. Right. You think of you know the ter- Memphis territory. You think of, of Jerry Lawler, right? Especially right. around the late seventies when he was really getting his first opportunities at um championship matches. Mm-hmm. With the next time we want to talk about Harley Race. Yep. I believe that was in 19, I want to say 76 or 7, when Harley was champion. Yeah, yeah. Lola got a lot of title shots when Race was champion, especially mm-hmm. in Yeah. So why do you think they didn't pull the trigger? I don't think uh, the reason is is probably, you know, like I said, Lola, he's more of a – I don't see him going around the world defending that belt, you know, you already had people like the – I mean, there was too many big names that held their belt. You got the Harley Races and Jack Briscoes and Dory Funk Juniors and Terry Funk. You know, Lou Thayers was still wrestling at that time. And, you know, uh, you know, in uh, Dusty Rhodes, and, you know, around near 80s, you know, yeah, it was just a lot of big names. And I don't think he would have – he would have wanted to travel, you know, Around the world defending the belt, I don't think he would. I don't think he would have won done that. You know, it, it, it wouldn't look something. right. It wouldn't look right though. Yeah, it, it would have been something though. Because like I said, Lola had a name. Lola, I mean, Lola, yeah. Lola had a name on a territorial page. Right, but not like worldly. And then when he, like I said, when he was going, you know, to the NWA, the AWA. But not, you know, his, his stock, you know, was growing. But I think it would have been something because, you know, when he did become world champion, I don't think it had the impact it should have. 
When he you when mean he, the when he beat Kerr Henry? When he beat Kerr Henry? It had a lot of well, impact. I don't think the impact it should have simply because he all the opportunities he had prior to that. Well, I'll say this. I remember that day. Law, it was, you know, the Memphis declared a Jerry Lawler day that day because that was a big deal going after the – see, we're used to the Southern heavyweight title, right? right? But going for the world – I mean, going for the – even though it was the AWA world heavyweight title, it was still a world heavyweight championship. Yeah. And when people see, don't understand, this was around the time the AWA and the Right. That was a big deal. And then, of course, you know, yeah. USWA. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the thing with him and Kerry unifying the titles. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Now, what but at that time, he, it was a big deal. Huh? What the wall boy? When they came to Memphis? Oh, my goodness. Man, them guys there, man, all they did when they first started, all they did was run to the ring, beat beat you up, pin you, leave. Them dudes were scary. I'm talking about when they very first came out. Now was you this, know now was this AWA World Wars or they went in NWA by then? Then this was AWA. Yeah, this was AWA World Warriors. These so this here. was the time. This was the time Lawler and Nostanada was teaming up. And what was funny and what's funny about this, Lawler always teams up with people he end up Having mm-hmm. good single robberies with. Mm-hmm. Lawler, yeah, with, with Idol and Dundee and, yeah, exactly. And this was, this was, this was the time Pro Warriors was like the, the, to the bad. Yes. You you couldn't touch walking out. Mm-mm. They were straight up savages. They just ran to the ring, beat you down. And don't, especially don't be two unknown names, you know. <laughs> and you oh, know, it's the, over. The Royal Warriors came to the Mid South Coliseum and beat them. Sure did. That's Shocking. another thing that's huge. When yeah, you, you it was shot. You're an outsider. You mm-hmm. you coming in to Jerry Law and you beat him. Yeah. I was that was like, crazy, man. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And you got to remember yeah, that this was nuts. Was, this, this early 80s? Like 80, I say 83, 84. Yeah. This, this was early. Now, again, this one, when the Royal Warriors was, he didn't want to mess with them. Mm-mm. This, I this think they were more scary in the AWA than they were anywhere else. Yeah. Right. They don't have a blonde beard. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hulk was just yelling and screaming and spitting. Yeah, Animal was kind of, he was doing it, but he did it in a calm fashion, you know. Mm-hmm. But, man, Hulk just screaming and spitting. Yeah, oh, you know, we snack on danger and dying on death, you know. Like, Jesus, all right, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you feared them, though. Yeah, you feared them, and they were believable. Yes. That, that's the key word. So again, you, you know they like man. They somebody's in trouble if the road warriors coming out. Just that name alone. <laughs> yeah, you, you you come here and you beat the king and the universal heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Back then, they were the two most over people in Memphis. You come and beat them yeah. and beat them convincingly. 
convincingly. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go back. See, this was really before our time. This was 1977. That was born yet. But mm-hmm. when I was born, I thought it was interesting. My uh, Paul Orndo. Yeah, this before Mr. Wonderful. See, this, see what mm-hmm. I didn't know is that he started in Memphis. So he played football. Mm-hmm. He started in Memphis. Mm-hmm. But his first fuse was Jerry Law. Jerry Law, yep. Beat the king. Back then, it was the mid-southern heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Again, in '77, Lawler was Lawler was was he was he king? Yeah, he was king then. He was king then. After he uh, beat Jackie Fargo, he told well he no before you know they were setting up for their match. And he told Fargo, you know what? You've been the king of Memphis all these years, and it's time for me to knock you off your throne. And when he beat Jackie Fargo, that's when the king was born. Yeah. Young Lawndorf coming in. Yeah. This is before the robes and all the pop, you know, and Mr. Wonderful and all that. He was was jacked then. Oh, yeah. He was jacked. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about think about Paul Lawrence, I don't think he got the credit he deserved. No, man. Especially, especially Absolutely the, not. Once he turned heel and turned on Hogan, mm-hmm. I mean, but they could have did a lot. I mean, you coming my, down Bobby Heenan, you coming down the aisle mm-hmm. American, and you a heel? Yeah. That was all one of my all time favorite matches was their cage match they had on Saturday night main event. Yeah, that was still gold. I mean, Grant, he, when he went to WCW, I really think WCW did him much better. I agree because he was television champion, what like three or four times? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, three he was times. Tag team champion, tag champ. Yeah, then him and Cactus Jack, one of the Kim and Cactus or. Him and uh no, I want him and Cactus. It was him okay. and uh Yeah. No, him Paul PC, he made he made Paul Roma look good after he left the horse. Then him he Paul Roma, the yeah. What I'm thinking, yeah. I forgot <laughs> pretty wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought which I thought was priceless. They they didn't they did something with that. Then once he broke the mirror, it's like everything mm-hmm. just started falling down. Yeah. Yeah, WWE, and I don't know what. I think it was, it was, it was a Hogan. Like a lot of guys, when Hogan was there, everything changed. Yeah, cook because of Hogan. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Piper should have been world champion when he was a heel. Paul Orndorff should have been world champion. Rick Rude should have been world champion. Savage should have been world champion as a heel. Yeah. Only reason he really became champion because Prima Hogan was gone. And he came mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a draw the lottery type, you know. Savage became. It was odd for him to be WCW champion for some reason. I don't know. You like '95? Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Like I'm talking about his first reign. Yeah. When he won World War Three. He lost it to Hogan. Right. Yeah. When he won it at. Bash at the beach. He lost it to Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never held it long. 
it just it was just weird. I'm like, I mean, that? I could see Savage as a world champion, of course. I'm just saying in WCW was weird. Oh, I can't forget when, was, he beat, when he beat when he be Flair on Nitro. Yeah, he beat Flair on Nitro, right? I think that's when he lost it back to Flair. Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah, those three times he won it, he did not hold them long. Mm-mm. And then didn't he become champion when he did the team match, uh, team madness? Yeah, that was Bash at the beach. That's it. Okay, okay. And, he, and yeah. he lost. He, he did a call out. Hogan came out, and he lost to mm-hmm. Hogan. Yeah. You know what? I'm a. I'm gonna talk about it. And I was gonna save it to last, but you no, know, we we talked about it on the last show. When we talked about the Memphis territory. Mm-hmm. And somebody bought bought this up. And said it, so we could talk about it now. Do you think that Andy Kaufman was his best robber? I would, you know what? I would say yes. I think so because the way that was set up was brilliant. You know, here comes the guy from Hollywood. You know, coming in and talking about you know calling Memphis people hicks and. You know, Memphis wrestling and duh, like we dumb and all that. And he was sitting there wrestling women. I know he was doing that before, but when he came to Memphis, it was like a different vibe. You know what I'm saying? And everybody wanted to jump at him. You know, and and Lawler was like, you know what? You ain't going to talk about the Memphis or the fans or talk about, the my, you know, the wrestling business. You know, I'm going to show you or whatever, you know, and. I, I believe they could have kept that going if he didn't pass away. Yeah. And you know what really made it good was Andy Andy Kaufman's promo. Yeah, it's like it's like he was a natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a he's a, a actor. He you know so he knows how to do that really well. He know how to be a bad guy. They say he used to watch wrestling when he was a kid. You know, watching his favorite was Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. <laughs> His favorite, that was his favorite wrestler. So that tells you something. Right. That's definitely uh, uh, good. I especially doing this time. But, yeah, I will have to agree. Because, one, mm-hmm. that rivalry put him on the map, mm-hmm. on the world stage. I don't think yep. – I think we would still know Jerry Lawler if Kaufman didn't happen. Right. But I don't think he probably would – he probably would have gotten – the notoriety if it didn't happen. And then the trip part was everybody thought that was real. Yeah. Kayfabe was a thing. They, and, that, and again, and we'll make it like I said, he, he like I said, he bought the ambulance. He, he stayed in the hospital. He sold it. He was even trying to do taxi with the neck brace on. Mm-hmm. And then was coming back on. on his dime and didn't cash not one check. Yeah, was on the Letterman show. They planned that out. They they said David Letterman them did not know about it. Only him and Kaufman talked about it. Hey, and let's do this. And, let's and do this. You slap me. Yeah. Uh huh. They did not that, know. That's one of the one of the, the best segments on David Letterman. Mm hmm. You still talking about it? But I'm later. People still talking about that. Yeah. And I agree when they talked about 
that should be in the WWE Hall of Fame, even though he didn't do anything with the WWE. But they got wrestlers there who didn't work. That right, you had Nick Bockwinkle in the Hall of Fame. You got yeah, so and you got Vern Gagne in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, here's the thing: I wouldn't put him in a celebrity. I would not. You wouldn't put him in a celebrity wing. Nope, I would put him on on the with the with the talent because he Mm. he uh, he was he really was one of those people. That, that set a tone for wrestling. He he knew how to he knew how to case fade. Mm-hmm. K-fade. He was a natural that pissing people off too. <laughs> yeah, he had people watching wrestling. Yeah, I think he deserves more than just being in a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And I see what you're saying. Yeah, he he deserves more than that. Let's talk about Coco Beware. See, when his feud started with Lawler, he was he didn't have to beat yet. Mm-mm. He was just Coco Ware. Well, he was Sweet Brown Sugar. Then he was Coco Ware. Yeah, B came at when he did when he was him and Norvell was the PYT Express. So that's when he became the Beware. You got that? It started in 1989. I'm sorry, 1979. Mm-hmm. It started 1979. Ran it back mm-hmm. in 90. And go go to yeah. the start. Mm-hmm. Well, unified title, yeah. yeah I remember what, what year was was it ninety five when he came back? And he yeah, had, he won in like, ninety five. Crazy, and he he had the high energy stuff on. Yeah, like not like around ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. when after Yoko pinned him on the first row, they was the opening match on the very first Raw episode. He came back to Memphis around 94. Yeah. He came back. He didn't know if he was coming or Right. Still had the high energy stuff. Yeah. I did not like that tag team. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I don't know. It was the, I guess it was Hammer was still hot then. So they were like, we need to have some MC Hammer like pants <laughs> coming to the ring. And this one too legit to quit was uh, uh was on fire then. Now, I will say, if that was Coco, you know, back in the back the eighties, Coco, mm-hmm. he was more fa- when he was faster and he, and he was more agile. That probably would have worked. Because if you yeah. go look at Coco back in the eighties, back in mid south days, and the, the yeah. early Memphis days, he was very underrated. Oh, yeah. And I thought, I told everybody this. They thought I was crazy. I told folks that PYT Express would have worked in the big time. In the NWA and Crockett. I said because I'm like, you know, Michael Jackson, he was hot then. He was hot throughout the entire 80s. (laughs) I mean, he was coming out with hit after hit after hit. I mean, you had the PYT Express. You had the Bruise Brother. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah, this not this is not Ron and Don Harris. This was uh Pork Chop Cash and uh Mad Dog. Yep. Yeah. They, they was dressed up like the blue, the blues brothers in the movie. Dan Aykroyd and John and uh John Belushi. Came out soul man. Soul man, yep. So did. 
had the briefcase. Now, now you think it was it was kind of late in the game when Coco won the unified title? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was late in the game. That was that's when everybody and their mama was winning the unified title. Remember that I mean, this was around when the Ahmeds and the Owen Hearts and the <laughs> and the Bret Hearts and stuff won them. When he won it. And he was still there, but he was again, he was that undercard. Mm-hmm. What they say, uh what they thought it was pretty much a job, if I'm gonna say it. Pretty much. Now this was not this was a robbery he had. He didn't actually compete with him. But it was funny to see him go at it. I'm talking about the late great Lance Russell. Oh man. Man, look, every time you turn your TV on, Channel 5, you couldn't wait for Jerry Lawler to come out because you know he's going to say something about Lance Russell and them Baxter suits he be wearing. Yep, call him, man, banana nose. Banana nose, talking about his suits. You know his suits is cheap and all that, yeah. Baxter suits and banana nose. And I'll never forget the role reversal they did when uh, – <laughs> when Jerry Lawler dressed up like Lance Russell, and Lance Russell dressed up like Jerry Lawler when he had Lawler's army, <laughs> he had the right. singlet, had the he had the the uh, the Kevlar helmet, yeah, <laughs> had the whip in his hand. That don't know Lance Russell is the reason Jerry Lawler is even in wrestling in the first place. Mm-hmm. Besides him and uh, Jackie Fargo, mm-hmm. all because yeah. of illustration. Illustration, yeah. He drew the pictures of the wrestlers, yeah. About a minute, and the rest was history. Yep. Brian Chris. Now that was an interesting rivalry, cause everybody know, you know, it, it, back in the day, you couldn't say that was his son. You know, it was just labeled like a code, you know. Like, you, you know, you can't say we all knew it was his son, but you just couldn't say it. You know what I'm saying? It was they, like they, a code. over the Southern yeah. title, the unified title, mm-hmm. the USWA heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. They were teammates. Yep. And they went all them years and got away with it. They didn't really mm-hmm. start talking about it until Lawler went to WWE and Jim Ross was kind of instigating. Yeah, when too much came in, yeah. He said, wait a minute, Jerry, that little, he looked just like you. He said, that's your son. He said, that ain't my son. Yeah. That light heavyweight division. And he was saying, yeah. Hey, boy, you yeah. I mean, they, they, they sold it perfectly because they, they went all the way up to, what, 2011? Mm-hmm. When they finally told us. Right. Right. When, when, when Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler was feuding. Uh, Mm-hmm. Segment of that. What made that work? When when Brian came and talked about what he said, he wasn't there. What did he say? Something about like he wasn't there for him or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tried to make it, you know, put a put it make it real, real personal. And Michael Cole was going there, you know. I said when Michael Cole and Lawler started feuding, did you think Michael Cole was a good heel? Oh yeah, he you know he was irritated. You remember he had that big glass box? Mm-hmm. 
that he was sending, he could separate himself from Jerry. Yeah, he was just annoying. If and anything, then he won at WrestleMania by disqualification. Mm -hmm. And gonna come out yeah. there with the with the amateur wrestling gear on, which they put right. in the game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think what happened was I think that stopped when uh Jerry Lawler had his heart attack on on TV. Oh, that's exactly. No, yeah. I remember he caused. I remember when he caused Lawler the WWE title. Yeah, cause me they was it was him and Dolph Ziggler with the Miz in there with them. Yeah, yeah, he, and uh, one one in a ladder match. Mm -hmm. That ladder match, right? And man, we thought Jerry finna win the belt. Seriously, I like wow. They actually gonna do it. It was it was close, and then. And then they did a match on, but, but they do something on Raw. Yeah. Because, you know, they said he, Lawler said on, he came back to the fought, table. They fought on Raw. Him and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Because Dolph Ziggler was in that match. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Lawler went back to the table, he said, and then he said he felt, uh, Something funny, you know, something in his chest. He felt a tightness, and he that was on air. You could hear him sucking like he, huh, huh, you know, you could hear it. Yeah, that, so the that, that they said he died at two minutes. He was out yeah. there. It was two minutes, and they brought him back to life. Yeah, tempo, he's still out here wrestling. Yeah, that's amazing, I mean, man. Jerry Fuller match now. You're probably thinking he he don't take hella bump. Mm -mm. And he and when he wins, he he wins with a with the should we say it? If you had to grade his stunner, who would you give him? Mm. For a scale like a one to ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I give it like a, <laughs> I give it like a one probably. All right. Ooh, that. Right. Ooh, that's mm -mm. terrible. Some people be worse than I am. They probably give them a zero. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'd rather you just do the fist off the second rope. Right. You can't power drive. So. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, that's illegal. Still to this day, everybody. In Memphis, you cannot power drive. <laughs> you can't do a power drive. The same people in the tennis, they let it come in. Tennessee State Athletic Committee will not let you do a power drive. If you do, they will shut the show down. Now, here's the good yeah. one. You probably can tell us about this. Now, this is when it's right after he lost the WWF championship, comes to Memphis, wins the CWA title. Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, that was... That was kind of short. I wish that was actually longer. But we all know Superstar was, you know, he was a big thing up in New York. So that wasn't going to be too long. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that was short-lived. Man, I just thought that when Superstar came in, you knew, you know, he had the, the look and everything. You're like, man, this guy may actually be Jerry or whatever. You know, he, he looked tough. Superstar looked tough. Win the title, lose right. 
but they had series of matches. Mm-hmm. When Billy Graham lost that WWF title, which because he lost it to Backer, Bob right? was it Bob Backlund? Yeah, he wasn't the same after that. He was the same after that. And I would never understand. Yeah. I know he was going through some things, but that damn karate gimmick. Mm-mm. You ain't no do superstar. You threw the chop. All you did was doing. All you did was chop. That's it. Yeah. He kicked. Oh, I mean, gone. Yeah. Oh, his body was done. Yeah. You know, then, then slowly but surely he started getting it. He started turning the super, the superstar, because you know, he was still doing karate game, but he was still you no know, posing. Mm-hmm. You know, shooting his uh his his, his promos. Then when he came back, mm-hmm. and when he came back, what what eighty seven. 87, yeah. When he had that robbery with Butch Reed. Mm-hmm. Then he uh, then, started uh, Rocco, got his body right. Yeah. yeah then he was the rock dog, Morocco. Yeah. Bring him down here, but they don't stay long. So I yeah, they was, never do. And Billy Graham, could have. that could have been one of them long, lasting feuds like him and Phil Dundee. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dundee, let's jump into it. Oh my goodness. Did you want to be this <laughs> man? They've been rivals. They've been partners. Mm-hmm. They put stuff on the line. Yeah. They what put hair. They put their wife. They put Bill Dundee wife and her wife's hair on the line. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. They put, they, put a, they put up a car, money. Mm-hmm. Loser leave towns. Loser leave town. They, they were AWA tag champions. They were or AWA Southern tag team champions. Mm-hmm. But I believe one day the CWA tag champ for a minute. Think so? Uh huh. Yep. I mean that's one of them. I remember when they had the the, the one match when they did the match. They said they were tied. They were tied. Yeah, they had been beating them. Mm-hmm. Broke it. Broke the broke the tie. Yeah, he still talk they, about it to this day. Yeah. That was they broke would have been their final confrontation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people step on Bill Dundee. Yeah. Bill Dundee won a lot of uh that won a lot of right. reasons. Mm-hmm. He was in Mid South, he actually booked Mid South. Yeah. Yep. Dressing the they knew dressing like Elvis and he was in uh the yep. NW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they slept to, on uh, with a small guy. Right. Went on to WCW, he, he managed uh William Regal. He was yes, Sir, Sir William, but he was Stephen Regal, Lord Stephen Regal. Yeah. He was I Sir mean, he William. Was, he was and him and Buddy Landell, and he kind of I guess you could say managed Buddy Landell. The Bill and Buddy show, they used to have that on uh, Channel 5, yeah. He used yes. to talk about that all the time, yeah. And the one thing about him, when he cut promos, you no, know, he just go and go and go and go and go. Mm-hmm. He cut promos. He always said, I'll tell you some brother, and all that, yeah. He was I'm going to get here, you though. in the ring, and I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> he, he, right. he, was, yeah, he was like five, was five foot, everything. Mm-hmm. He was, he was t- Lance Russell called him that little tough Aussie. Yeah. 
That's one thing he can't say. He 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 earned he earned his respect. Mm-hmm. I would say, I say if you see Bill Dundee now, I mean he don't compete. And when you say you can't help but you know talk to him, show him respect. You do not got to talk to. Mm-hmm. I had the privilege to imagine him before. So oh, yeah, yeah. I'm rich. Yeah, he was another one. I mean, you talk about baby face. Oh my goodness, the ultimate baby face in Memphis. When he yeah, first got about- here, this was after the NWA title run he had. If you could call it a run, yeah. And they go back even before then. Because he won the yeah. title in what, 81? 81. Him and Lala was doing, was, was, was shooting way before then. Yeah, they was. I mean, you, But Tommy you, was a baby face, though, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. This was before yeah, the, the incident I'm, in the cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's how I'm about to bring that up. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Tell them about that for those who don't know. Oh, okay. Well, they had it was a match between, of course, we just talked about them earlier, Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler. Okay, this was the most infamous match in 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 the history of Memphis wrestling. Almost caused a riot in the Coliseum. No joke, y'all. All right, this was a hair hair versus hair match between uh, Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler in a cage. And uh, in the middle of the, well, near the end of the match, Tommy Rich comes up from under the ring and attacks Jerry Lawler. Now, keep in mind now, he's one of the top baby faces in the company. He helps Austin Idol. Jerry Lawler was a baby face. Both of them were baby face, but he turned heel. And Jerry Lawler was was, a baby face. There was somebody else that was involved in that match. Oh, Paul! Oh, yeah, Paul Heyman. There you go. Yeah, he was on the outside. I mean, he hit him with the phone and everything. Paul put the phone in. That's when you used to carry the that big phone, and he nailed Jerry Lawler in his head with it. Referee couldn't do nothing. It was anything goes. Yeah, all idle pending. One, two, three. Man, that crowd went nuts. Especially when they grabbed them Clippers. There was literally, there was a couple of people jumped over the rail when they saw him with them clippers in his hand. They were shaving Jerry head. Yes. Yes, yes you could It was do that, that bad. Thing? Right. You cannot do that to Jerry, yes. That in his all- home. Right. And, and Man, that said, was crazy, dude. That's, that's a nice way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Cause I, cause I remember the video. It was throwing stuff in the ring. It, it was bad. It was bad. Yes, I thought they had to call the national guard. I mean, Lola lose a match, then get your head shaved. Yeah, get your head shaved. Mm-hmm. Now, which was worse? I'm, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw him in here, Eddie Gilbert. Now, which was worse, him getting his head shaved or getting hit by the car? I think the head shaving was worse. You know, Eddie Gilbert was the biggest heel in Memphis. You talk about the ultimate heel. He was over Tommy Rich after what happened with Lawler. 
at the time because just Eddie Gilbert just hated him. He has hated everybody. He couldn't stand nobody, but he loved Doug. He talked about Doug all the time. Yeah, That's his brother, you know. He's something he, he hated. He hated Lawless guts. He wanted to be. And, uh, he he wanted to be. He wanted to be like so Jerry. Bad. Yes, he did. He, he wanted to be Lawless so bad. And Lawless told the story yeah. of what some Missy Hyatt told him, and that you know they was you know they was doing a little thing in the bedroom. She came out. With some sexy on, he wanted to watch Jerry Lawler tape. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how she got one of Lawler's crowns and gave it to him. So that crown that he kept showing on TV when he said he was the king, the new king of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I said about Eddie, Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a prick down here. Oh yeah. Even he when he turned rise of his own. He wouldn't right. turn baby first. Oh man. Yep. But he was but Miss South. Now he's the, now I'm gonna tell you this here. He the originator throwing the fire. Yep. Hot stuff. Yeah. And Miss South yeah. too. Yeah, he did it. He knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why Lola did the pay. It was a match they had at the college. It was in nineteen eighty five. And Lawler tried get, got payback from it. That's why you now see Lawler throwing fire. It was payback. He said, you threw fire at me, I'm going to throw it back at you. And that's how Lawler kept throwing fire ever since then. It was because of Eddie Gilbert. Yep. I got mm -hmm. Eddie Gilbert was good at it. Yeah. Because he had the, the right upon, they knew how to sell it. And like in Lawler mm -hmm. cases, depending on who it is, Mm -hmm. Go right over. It'll go bad. But if you got the right person that know that know how to sell it, right magic. Mm -hmm. Now we talked about this one once before. We kind of told the story. Go back to the nineties. The snowman thing. Now, yeah. People are not convinced that that was real. But it was a work shooting, ain't it? Tell them why. It was. Man, like I said, it was a, you know, snowman came in. You know, he accused the USWA of racism because they didn't want him to wrestle Jerry. You know, that was their golden goose and, and all that other stuff. And then, you know, uh, I I'm keep trying to with you. That was that boo back mm. then. Yeah, uh-huh. And Eddie Marlin came out there and talked about, you know, he said, what you talking about? He talking about you don't got no black world champions. So he said, yeah, we got to King Cobra. And then he was like, well, King Cobra, you know, call him a Tom and all this and that, you know. And it just escalated after that. He brought a crew with him. That was the first time I seen him have <laughs> brought his boys in, in there, you know. It was crazy. You you can't you with the stuff he was doing and saying you can't do that now. No, you can't do that now. No, 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 no. And they would and the stuff he was saying. I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's still on you, but I know it was at one time. The quality wasn't on that great on it. Mm-hmm. When they had it, but the stuff he was saying, he was going there. 
Mm-hmm. You and said Negro we... and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he won that right. unified title, that was a big deal. Then, you know, they talked about, you know, they ended up stripping him of the title. They said he, mm-hmm. he allegedly no-showed event. Right. He he, the reason the he said that, he said because, yeah. you know, they owed him money. Yeah. And they didn't pay him. Because, you know, the rumor was he pawned the bell. I mean, they, they had some stories on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they keep did. In mind, the snowman was was another one of those guys. He was a mid south guy. Yep. So he came. He was, he was a little older, but he was still he was over. Yep. And he was a big dude. He, he, back, he was a big dude. Yes, he was. Nice guy. You know, oh, yeah, very but, nice guy. Man, and I got very humble. Love talking about, love telling stories. Mm-hmm. Especially him and Jake the Snake when he won the TV, the Miss Out TV title. Yep. Yeah. Because he didn't end, but he lost it like three months later. He lost to Dutch Mantel three months later. Yeah. This segment, the next person I'm about to talk to. Now they start, they robbery started in the 80s. But one of one of the one of the times I remember, it was USWA, and Lawler was trying to get the title from the Soul Taker. Yeah, Dutch man kept you know coming in. You can say he was interrupting, or you can say he was trying to help him, and Lawler kept telling him to stop. Mm-hmm. Kept doing. This is one time when Lawler started slowly turning heel. Right. Kept costing them the title. He told him don't interfere. Then one match they had it in the cage. Dutch Mantel came in, but the match was over. All I told mm-hmm. him, don't help me, don't do nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They started going at it. Mm-hmm. And he told him, he told him flat out, he said, I see, I see why you're doing this. Because back then, Dutch Mantel was the CWA heavyweight champion. That's right. Which was, you know, the, the prelude to the unified belt. And that man that said, Yeah, I, w- I would like to be, you know, unified champion. Go look on YouTube on that. There's a, I mean, they have the longest, I believe it's called Jerry's Heel Turn. I mean, it's long. Yeah. They told, us, they told it perfectly, though. Yeah. Like I said, Lawler was just, you know, he was trying to be patient, trying to be patient, trying to tell him, Look, don't help me, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. He just boom, just just turned heel, and the fans started turning on law. Right. Yeah, he eventually got the title back. He he was already already here. In Lawless case, if you had to choose, would you have a a, a baby face Lawler or a heel Lawler? Oh, we that's a good question. You know what? It actually works both ways, to be honest. But if it was me. Uh, for the in as far as Memphis go, I would have a babyface law. Now, if he going outside of that, I would have a heel law. Yeah, on outside right. of Memphis, and, and you're right. You know, it it, it kind of goes away because it depends on the on the person he's robbing with. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because the, the rival dictates if he going to go heel or he going to go baby face. Right. But like I said, if so, I had to choose, I like heel law. Especially in them early 70s, early 80s law. Mm-hmm. Good heel. Yeah. And he had uh, Sam Bass as his manager. And yeah. Jimmy Hart, too. Yeah. Yep. And see, see a, a lot of people don't know. When Hogan was in Memphis. That was in 1980. This was around <laughs> the time after Rocky. He did the Rocky movie. That dominant, yeah. he was Terry the Hulk. Terry oh. the Hulk, right? And they were that they were actually teammates. And they and then they were teammates. Then they started feuding over the CWA championship. Yeah. And I remember, and you remember this. Remember when there was when Hogan and Lawler was supposed to fight in Memphis in two thousand seven? Yeah, I remember that. Yes. And I think and I think the Big Show replaced him. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Vince that stopped it? I believe so. I, I believe I was over. What was it? I believe I was overseas. I think I was on the phone when this event happened. Was this 2000? You said seven? 2007? Seven, yeah. This was, um, well, after, no, this one during, after Katrina, was it? Yeah. No, yeah, this was after Katrina, yeah. Yeah, you was yeah, you was I was overseas. I thought you was in Texas. I thought you was in Texas. Okay. Yeah, I was overseas. I was on the tournament. Yeah, it was on okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh-huh. Because I used to read I used to read the little uh the little internet stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I I forgot what the event was for, but I remember they made a big deal about that. Yeah. Hogan coming, Hogan coming, Hogan coming. They then when the show happened. Big show. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't. Because he was. Because he was. Wasn't he re- somewhat relieved by then? That's why they got him. Yeah, yeah Big Show was released by then. Because see, Lawler was still working commentary for WWE full time. Yeah. That, that, see, Vince stopped that. Yeah, Big Show was released then. Yeah. He was just Paul White. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did you draw it? Did you you went to that, didn't you? Yeah, I went to it. Did it did it draw well? It did drew okay, but uh, would you about maybe five, six thousand people come there? Yeah, they had some other uh matches. Um I forgot what they were. I think they drew about maybe five thousand, six thousand people. And you know the forum seats about ten thousand, ten, fifteen thousand. Oh, is it a form? I don't know why I thought it was a Coliseum, but the Coliseum wasn't open. Mm-mm, yo, this was in the form. Yeah. They drew about five, 6,000. You know, the, of course, the form drew about 10, 15,000 uh, seats. So, Yeah, for an event like that, yeah, I think mm-hmm. if Hogan would have came, they probably would have sold out, bro. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a classic. Terrifying. Oh my goodness. Now this was unique, this feud here. Because if you we talked about this in the last podcast. 
if you look at Terry Funk in like the big territories, I'm talking about, I don't say big territory, I say like you go to Crockett, NWA, you know, he he's not like wild and crazy. He went wild and crazy in the 70s. But when he came to Memphis, man, he was a maniac. Trying to beat up Lance wrestling. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? And Terry Funk was scared. Yeah. All that screaming and hollering he was doing. Come on, Lala. I mean, just screaming and hollering. Uh, Talking about he threatened to beat Lance Russell up. And, yeah. You, 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 you know, you taking up for Jerry Lawler. You not, you know, you're not biased. Everybody's against me. He was that type of person. And me, mm-hmm. like, they couldn't stand it. Yeah. That 1981 empty arena match, that was mm-hmm. classic. That was way ahead of me. Yes. And that was, was the catalyst for all these other empty arena matches you see today. And I'm going to say this. None of them still can't touch that. No. No. If you go back and look at Lawler from the arena, that was a fight. Mm-hmm. From start to finish, it, it was a fight. And you know, it was it, when Lawler still wearing the robe and crown to the ring <laughs> in the empty arena. So that tells and you a lot. And wearing all white. Yeah, wearing all white. My porn stop. I mean, they were throwing. I mean, they they was it, it was it was it almost. If you wasn't, if you didn't know about, you would have thought that was real. Yeah, I mean, Lola throwing Terry Funk against the chairs. I think Terry Funk broke a piece of the steps and used a piece of that wood to try to stab Lola in his eye. Mm-hmm. He broke the sign. He took the sign off and broke the piece off of it. Yeah, <laughs> Terry was crazy in Memphis. That man stabbing your own How you yourself in the eye? And it was your weapon. Mm-hmm. And I'm again, they so- Yeah. And remember when he came back? Remember, me and you actually went to this. Remember when Terry Funk, that was like, what, 20, 30 years later, Terry Funk said, I still got the, I still got the stick that you stuck mm-hmm. my eye. Yeah. He said, you still got it. <laughs> You still mad about that, Terry? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one thing about Lawler. Anytime Lawler had a robbery, they always go back to something that happened years prior. That's what makes it cool. Yeah. And they, they tell it like it happened yesterday. Right. And then you know they wrestled like what maybe what five or four yeah. or five years ago at, at like, a last Russell tribute show. I said, didn't he didn't didn't they run winning unified title? Did he win the uniform? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was a short reign, though. Yeah, it was a short reign, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We talked about Austin Idol. Just few. That few he had with Flair in 82. When Flair came to Memphis, Mm -hmm. which was, which was, and this was studio. He came to the studio. Mm-hmm. He was you in talking heavyweight. about big deal. Oh my goodness! And another heavyweight champ. Roll out the red carpet. 
Because yes. Ric Flair was supposed to fight some jobber. Mm-hmm. This was this before Rude, uh, Ric Flair started hollering and screaming. This he was a nice, he was all calm and collected. Rude, a uh, uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. He like look here, Jerry. I'm the champion. Count out or something. A lot of time, yeah. I'm but I mean, just leading up to it, that whole right. second. Was and crying. then you know, right? And he was telling, he's like, "Look, brother, I'm Ric Flair." I'm the nature boy. I'm the world's heavyweight champion. And you know you can't last with me. That's when he was all calm. Yeah. And forget about that bounty. All the bounty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rick. Rick Flair. When Rick Flair came, that was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I said, you was the NWA champion. You coming to CWA territory? Big deal, man. Big deal. Jimmy Fag. Hmm. I'm, I'm remember when Lawler slapped the taste out of Jimmy Fag. Then he called, then he called oh, him a, 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 a on TV. Yeah, he called him a, called him a, uh, what do you call him? Uh, no, he called me uh, the, the, the I, I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if it's okay to say this. But he, he called it Jimmy, uh, you know, the, the, the derogatory gay person. All right. That's That's what he a, called him. Again, that was taboo. Mm-hmm. Because one minute, because when they feud it, you wouldn't know who gonna t- who gonna be the heel and who gonna be the baby face? It was a man. Look, that man was just a straight up circus dude. It and that was all, all over that southern heavyweight title. What was about that yeah. southern that little bitty southern heavyweight title? Man, people would bleed and sweat and injure themselves for that belt. Yes, I remember Something about that Jimmy, belt. Yeah, Jimmy, him over the head with that pill bottle. Mm-hmm. That was 1978 when he did that. Yeah. He cracked Lawler over the head with that beer bottle, Jimmy Valiant. This was, I think Jimmy was, was he healed? Was he baby face? No, he was healed. Yeah. He was like healed because, you know, he was, yeah. He was he's a heel. He was yeah. a heel baby face. He, you wouldn't know. Then they kept switching it. I know a lot of people, a lot of people probably gonna say, you know, you're leaving a lot of names out. Yeah, we, I said, we ain't trying to be here all night. I'm just going over some ones that a lot of people don't talk about. Like the next one, Randy oh. Savage. Oh, my goodness. Probably, I, and now I would say, you talk about Andy Kaufman. This one here was a, another uh, rivalry, you know, one of his top rivals was Savage. And this when mm-hmm. Savage was still looking for his father promoting, it was going down. But when he came to Memphis, that's the Savage. This thing, if that Savage never changed. Yeah. That dude was ruthless. Yes, he was. Literally a Savage. 
just, I mean, he was just, I mean, you can't, that's crazy. They even tag team for a while, but. Mm-hmm. And if they believe that was going to stick, come on. Right. Savage was literally savage back then. Right. Yeah, he was nuts. Then he had that infamous losing leaf time match in 1984. Rolled out of Memphis. Yeah. Rolled out of the WWE. Mm-hmm. That's what they did for because they he signed the contract. They did the loser leave town. He lost. And then pretty much the rest was history. Now, didn't he come back? Was it, was it 92, 93 and won the unified 90, title? 93. Uh-huh. Sure did. That a lot of people guess, a lot of people kind of look past that. I guess who he beat? Jerry Lawler. Yeah, he beat it all. Cause this was around that. This was that WW, the WWE USWA feud when people just coming in, coming in, coming in. Mm-hmm. That thing he wanted. I think the Taco wanted. Yep. Owen Hart. Yeah, Owen Hart. Yeah, all Ahmed Johnson was winning that unified title. But as soon as they hit Monday night in the Coliseum, and that's mm-hmm. something we're gonna have to when this is over, we're gonna talk about that too. I, I got, I got heels. Yeah. I got an issue. <laughs> that, that, that's been that's been grinding my gig. Mm-hmm. We we talked about you know we, we talked about Ed Hall for a minute, Jimmy Hart, Dundee. Like I said, of course you gotta talk about Kerry Von Eric. Mm-hmm. They did the unification by say he he had so many feuds. And that's like I said, a lot of them we missed. But, you know, those are the ones I wanted to specifically talk about. Like I said, a lot of people slept on those feuds. But one of the things that's really upsetting me right now is this Memphis, F, this Memphis FC 901 thing they're talking about, building a state for them. Oh, yeah. So does that mean they're going to tear down the Coliseum? Or they're just going to build it next to it? They're going to build next to it, I think. They can't tear the Coliseum down. It's a national monument. So you mean to tell me? Memphis, that Memphis soccer team that hot? That they get a whole state-of-the-art stadium? Hopefully, I think it's more than just the, the, the team. Yeah, I think we may stadium. actually hold some, some big stuff there. Yeah, that, that stadium. I'm sure they're gonna have other stuff in it, but they said that's they're gonna be that's gonna be their home. They're gonna leave Redbird Stadium. That's gonna be. Yeah, gonna I be mean, there. we're not really a soccer town, you know. No, I mean, they, they, mm-hmm. I think they made the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah but they really talking about thinking a state of the art. That's the case. You should have did something for the Memphis Tigers. I know they play in the forum. Mm-hmm. Could have gave them their own house. Close to the school. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when they tried to they tried to keep them in the pyramid, but they didn't want to stay. So they had yeah, they had no choice but to when the Grizzlies came here. Uh they, they, they we won. got it from Vancouver. Yeah. Because at one time the Tigers was drawing more than the Grizzlies. Yeah, because see, that's the only sports we had was Tiger basketball. And and we didn't care really about football much. We we couldn't wait for basketball season to start. So yeah, that's all sports we had was Tiger basketball. Yeah. And now you're talking about you're gonna build a soccer stadium. You're gonna have 
Liberty Bowl, I'm still calling it the Liberty Bowl. Whatever this crap they call it now, it's still the Liberty Bowl. The Liberty yeah, it's still Bowl. Liberty Bowl to me. I don't care what they call it. Yeah. Have new soccer stadium. You're going to have to miss out Coliseum. Here's my question. Why are you spending all that money on a new stadium? Why don't you renovate the mess out Coliseum? Is it, yeah. is it that rough from the flow up? And it's in the triple digits, this money. So you could put that into the Coliseum. And redo it. And, and you could start doing stuff again. You never know. You might have to bring Monday Night Wrestling back. That was a big yeah. thing here. Yes. Especially yes. when the WWE was coming here. Mm hmm. That Monday Night Wrestling was a big deal. You was getting, you was getting pay per view main event. Mm hmm. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to. It was wild. Then you have, and if that's the case, if you're not going to tear it down, why don't you make it the Memphis Wrestling Hall of Fame? Yep. I mean, do something with it. Right, put you know Memphis Hall of Fame. Put the even the music Hall of Fame because yeah, yeah, take, you know, yeah, Elvis' take. first concert was in Memphis. The Beatles came here, you know. Yeah, Michael Jackson, the, the Jackson Michael the Jackson Five came down here. They anybody, still got a picture of him. Anybody right. that was anybody came through Memphis. If you was famous, you came through Memphis, right? We still got a picture of Michael Jackson when the Jackson 5 was sitting at the Lorraine Motel. When Michael Jackson was sitting up top when he was a little boy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely said a lot. But yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I say maybe if they, maybe they do more with it. Like mm-hmm. I said, you you could have could have renovated the Liberty Bowl. You could have yep. get a lot to the miss South Coliseum, but you, you gotta think about this. Who putting money into this? Yeah, Same. they were talking about having outside people here. So whoever putting this money in wants this. Right. I mean it looks on the it looks amazing. Oh yeah. No question. It, 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 it looks amazing. hmm But I really think it's going to overshadow Liberty Bowl and the college thing. You, you yeah, putting, I agree. You, you put, you're putting all that over there. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I hope I hope they do more stuff in it. I, I really... I mean, if it's that big, when the XFL comes back, get, get a football team, put the football team in there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised the University of Memphis moved there. I would not be shocked. They're saying they're soccer either. exclusive. I would not be shocked the University of Memphis play games there. Oh, yeah. There ain't going to just be no soccer field. I mean, we ain't no soccer town. Ain't no better than that. Football and basketball. That's what we about. Well, no, no doubt about that, but that's all I wanted to get. I want. I wanted to get that uh off my chest. Definitely a good. Definitely a good show. You want this one? More, more definitely good show. As always. Didn't even plug um. 
didn't even plug the NWA stuff that they did add more matches to the um, Hall Towns pay-per-view. So give me a quickie. Now what y'all thinking? Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> and they, they added some matches. And they also added um, some entries in the um, Revolution Rumble, which is going to be at Sat that Sunday, excuse me. So November thirteenth, here are some of the participants for the Revolution Rumble. This is Wildcat and NWA participants. You got Anthony Mayweather, you got Dak Draper, you got more cute. Well, I gotta say it correctly, Mercurio. You got mm-hmm. Addison, you got Red Titus, you got Sarah Naro, you got Brady Pierce. You got the Hawk Theory gonna be in it. You got that's Luke and PJ Hawks for those who don't know. You got Jack Dang, you got Mim, you got Magic Jake Dumas, you got Jay Spade, Jay's Valor, yeah, Danger, Buku Dow, Danny Flamingo. Oh yeah, I saw your cousin on the poster. Yeah. Don't Jay Spade on there. If those are participants in the Revolution Rumble. And added to the NWA Hard Times event will be the NWA World's Women's Tag Team Championship match. Pretty and Power will be defending against Maddie and Mr. Kate, who upset them on a, I believe it was an episode of Power. Mm-hmm. Who beat the champs on the episode of Power, so they're going to get their opportunity at the goal. Now, we talked about, I talked about Kerry Morton and Homicide for the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship. You got Dak Draper, who I just mentioned. He's going to be in the Rumble, but he's also going to get a shot against the great Scion for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. You got Camille Colin King for the NWA World Women's Championship. Then you have this, the main event, Tyrus, Trevor Murdoch, Matt Cardona. Tyrus gave up the TV title, the lucky seven rule, which means you had to have seven title defenses successfully. He's giving it up. Then he do it. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, can't, can't forget about Nick Alders and Addison. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be a fight. Oh, yeah. And no other matches other than uh, for the Revolution Rumble mentioned participants. Um, we have Nathan Bradley, Chuck Devine for the Revolution Championship match. No other matches for the Revolution Rumble has been announced. But if they do, of course, you're going to hear it right here on the Guest Now podcast. I will be in New Orleans or Shalman for both events. I can definitely give you a post match show. Oh, and I got see. I'm just I'm just missing matches. Um, EC3 and Tom Latimer. That's gonna be another good. One. Oh yeah. And I'm real disappointed that we're not gonna get control your narrative in New Orleans, but there's no control your narrative anymore anyway. So, like I said, they're that's, pretty much just a. That should have been a, a group. They should have just been a, a faction. 
Because that's what they pretty much show. Mm-hmm. But what's going to be going on, though, today? Now, it is a Veterans Day weekend. Like I said, I will be down there for both events. Give you a post show. If I get to meet some talent bucks, plan on having a good time. Anything else you want to tell us before we roll out? Yeah, I just want to talk about this real quick. Uh, I saw the trailer for uh, Creed 3. Now, this was this is an interesting story on this one here. So, you know, the rumor was that the person that Adonis was supposed to fight was Club Lang's son. But uh, you know, but they done did the son thing with Creed too, with uh Ivan Drago. So it's supposed to be a with his friend of his uh from the past, did 18 years in prison, and he's supposed to be in the spot that Adonis is in, and now he's jealous of him, and now he wants to uh pretty much take his spot. And also this is the debut of uh, Michael B. George directorial debut as well. So this should yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I'm definitely mm-hmm. curious to see how this is going to go because there's no Rocky in this. Mm-mm. So Vessel's still producing the movie, but he's not in it. Right. Because I think they said gonna, the story was he moved with his, his son. Yeah. <clears throat> that's going to be right. real. So when that come out, then we have, you know, Wakanda Forever come out a vet- on Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. I know it's definitely going to be hard to see it that weekend, but I'm surely going to try while, I, while I'm down there. And we just got yeah, some. I just, I just saw something here. And it looks mm-hmm. like GCW. Uh, there's, there's a rumor that GCW and WWE may get some, the GCW may get on some WWE content. I, I don't. Mm mm. I, I don't see it. Will I be shocked? No. Because I was shocked that him and Evolve did something, but they had a relationship, though, anyway, at the time when Evolve was up. But, yeah, yeah I don't... Mm. Let's see, what we got going on this, this weekend? We got Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. We also yep. have... I'm not mistaken. That this weekend, then we have uh, Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. Uh-huh. <coughs> I believe that. I believe that's tomorrow night too. What you got? <coughs> Excuse me. I got Anderson winning that. I don't think Jake Paul. Like I said, man, Jake. If, until he convinced me to go against up against a real none of these, I, see Anderson is an MMA fight. I know he's a boxer now, but I'm talking about like legit contenders. Not to say going up against a Joshua a Wilder or Fury. I'm not saying that. Like up and coming heavyweights. And I'm what happened? corrected. It's actually next Saturday. But since we oh, talking about Saturday. it, okay. Next okay. Saturday. I don't know. I thought it was this weekend, but I'm I'm curious. And like I said, you got to think about Anson Silva's in his 40s. I mean, the, the fights I've seen him, he's very patient. He doesn't really try to go for kill. I think right. Jake, Jake's going to try to do. It's going to be a mistake. It's Tito Ortiz. He, he'll tell you. Yeah, I think he, he, he's 
really needs to take his time. If he get caught, yep, the rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 doing the, the Showtime little Showtime episodes with them too. So they they really taking this to a left. But they really think this is gonna be something big. You got people saying, you know, it's a it's a scam. You know, it, it, nobody's gonna watch it. It's not gonna be good. You wouldn't know unless you watch it, right? I'm interested in seeing it. Uh, we definitely going to uh, check it out because he fights on the 29th. His brother fights for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, these boys making money. Can't knock them for that. Win or lose. Can't no, knock. can't. No, can't. But yeah, we. I'm definitely going to talk about the fight and give my thoughts on it. But that's actually October 29th. It's not tomorrow night, but Halloween Havoc is tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And I forget, y'all, that we didn't do predictions, but we could not. We could do a quick do a quick uh, prediction. One second. Let me pull it up. Brought to you by NXT. We have six matches on the card. Okay, let, let's knock that out real quick. Apollo Crews, Grayson Waller, spin the wheel, make the deal. Who you got? I got a, I got Apollo winning this one here. What do you think? I got him match? winning. So since it's spin the wheel, make the deal, ain't no telling. Maybe a cage. I'm a shoot Never from know. the head. I'm a, I think it's going to be a blindfold match. Ain't seen those in a while. Since that's pretty much where they've been going with it, especially with Apollo, mm-hmm. I really think it's going to be a blindfold. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got Julius Creed, Damon Kemp. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. Hmm. Think it's time for them to be called up? Yeah. They they have they have nothing to prove in, in NXT. And I, I like that mm-hmm. promo Damon Kemp cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's an ambulance match. So, I mean, this, this mm-hmm. could be could be, be hit or miss. Yeah. Is it? Because you got to think about it. If Julius loses, Bruton, and I think I said that wrong. If Julius loses, Brutus leaves. Yeah. They need to get called up. Them, them, there's some young guys. They need that tag team division on Raw and SmackDown a little stronger. I think mm-hmm. they'll do well. So he pretty much gonna go with him if oh, they yeah. happen. I, I, I think he's gonna go with him. Yeah. I got camping enough that I think I think there's gonna be a swerve somewhere. So I think he's yeah. gonna get the get the win on this one. We got uh another spin the wheel make the deal. It's a weapons wild match. Roxanne Perez versus Cole J. I think Roxanne got this one here. After everything that that's going on, you know, she's been losing too. She's been losing a lot. Yeah. So it wouldn't be right for her to lose the core J. That just that just messed everything up. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think they see a lot in her. They especially they wouldn't have signed her right after she lost mm-hmm. the Ring of Honor 
women's world championship. Oh, yeah, they're going to push her to the moon, no pun intended. And she looked good on SmackDown. Even though she, mm-hmm. she looked good on she looked good when she fought um Rhea Ripley on NXT. Mm-hmm. So I agree, I see Roxanne Perez. We got the latter match for the vacant North American Championship. We got Carmelo Hayes, Cora Mensa, Wesley, Vaughn Wagner, and Nathan Frazier. I'm saying it right now, I see Carmelo Hayes three feet. Mm, I agree. I agree. I, I, I see Carmelo Hayes three feet. That they, they pretty much made that his belt. Yeah. Or Mensa, still fresh. Wesley is he's not the same without his partner. Mm-hmm. Von Wagner don't need it right now. No. Nathan Frazier pretty fresh. Yeah. Put it back on Carmelo. We got Abba Fire. Mandy Rose. NXT Women's Championship. Do you see the title change? No. I think Mandy gonna retain. I just got a feeling. I don't see her uh, winning that title because uh, Mandy's on fire. Even when she's not wrestling, she's on fire. She's trending. And she be trending on Twitter. You see her on Instagram and stuff like that, taking pictures and stuff like that. And Russ, yeah, she ain't getting that belt. She ain't losing that belt. I, not right now. I still tell her now. I mean, she, she's had it long. She, she's had it long. She already, when they did the, the unification, I think that's a little fighter. She had nothing else to prove. I think it's time for her to think get so? called back up. Okay. Because they cause remember Toxic Attraction technically got got moved to SmackDown. They just ain't been using them on SmackDown. And I think they waiting for Mandy to lose the title so they can all go back. Yeah, that that could happen. Okay. I remember when they was when they did the tournament, they mentioned that they yeah. That they were Assigned to SmackDown. And I think that's what they're doing. Okay. She dropped the title. They all call back up. So Gigi and JC not going to get the tag titles again. Send them up. Yeah. Yeah. NXT Championship. That's Braun Breaker, Ia Dragunov, and JD McDonough. I see two You're things. You're probably happening. no brainer here. I see two things happen. I see Braun Breaker retaining. I see Austin Theory cashing in on him. That could happen. That, that definitely could happen. Because he's not gonna they're not they're not splitting the titles anytime soon. So and he's not beating no Roman Reigns. No. Yeah. So so why <laughs> not in NXT? Charlie did it. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? I think it will make it will make better sense for him to cash in the NXT. All right. As he, he teased it. So why not? And right. I really and I got some point. right. And I also got something to say about speaking of uh Charlotte. They they talking about I think this is a giveaway. Before you continue, I think next this coming Monday, I think we're gonna see the return. They're making it too obvious. You got yeah. Bianca and, and Bailey for the title in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where they'll be at. 
Makes perfect sense. Yeah. So one is I I really see is is gonna be is gonna interfere. It's gonna be a disqualification somewhere. Somebody's gonna win my disqualification. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're gonna set it up at. Yeah. I don't and I, that's another thing. I'm glad you brought brought this up. They they they're posting, you know, Bianca Belair is the longest reigning black world champion in WWE black. history. And you got people complaining about that. Oh, God. They, they complain you know, about the mermaid movie. They're going to complain about this, too. Yeah. They, really? They, they bought up the race thing. But it's a fact. Well. I mean, she is the longest reigning black world champion in the coming history. That's a fact. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I mean, they didn't, they, they didn't, you know, bring it up to, you know, the made people mad, but it's a fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you take it for what it is, but like I said, it's too it's in it's in the record books. Yeah, do you have to say? Do you have to say? You know that she was black, black on that in a sense. Yes, that she's not the longest reigning champion in in, in history. She no. is the longest reigning black world champion. That's a fact. That's and that's right. nothing. Not, but not overall. Yeah, right. She's right. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a lot of African American world champions, right? And they don't go titles long when they get them, right? And the fact that you know she did it on top of that, she back on top of that, they let a woman do it. So yeah, that that is a big deal. So I'm saying, that, mm-hmm. man, if you take it for what it is, right? It is what it is. But we about to get out of here. You know, I think we ran a little long, but that's all right. We gave y'all an extended edition. Put it like that. A little bonus. <laughs> yeah, a little bonus edition. As always, go check out Basketball Man TV on YouTube. Um, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy some football. Enjoy some basketball. Come back to where you left. Y'all be safe. We love y'all. We have hit over 6,000 listens on Anchor, by the way. That ten, Damn. that ten thousand, that ten thousand, looking lovely and lovely. And keep it going, y'all. And keep Love. it going, keep, keep it going, keep supporting it. We appreciate you. We're gonna keep giving you content. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I'm going to bed. See, I can't see y'all, but you'll hear from us next week. And as always, get snapped. Peace.